Welcome back to another episode of 5 a.m. Theology. We got to 1 Timothy 5 this week, where Paul is writing to Timothy, who's at the church in Ephesus, and he's explaining who should financially support the widows in the church. 1 Timothy 5, 3 to 6 says, Honor widows who are truly widows. But if a widow has children or grandchildren, let them first learn to show godliness to their own household and to make some return to their parents, for this is pleasing in the sight of God. She who is truly a widow, left all alone, has set her hope on God and continues in supplications and prayers night and day. But she who is self-indulgent is dead even while she lives. So from Paul's words, we can clearly see who gets taken care of by the church isn't solely based on financial need, although that's part of it. But it also has to do with how the widows have lived their lives. Are they God's servant? Have they been self-indulgent? A true widow, one who is worthy of being put on the rolls, which means the church takes care of them financially, had fruit that showed that they were a believer. That's right. We don't have widow's roles like this in the church today, at least not in most of the world where there are social systems in place for the poor, but there's still a lot for us to learn, especially with what Paul says about young widows. Yeah, and here's what he says. I'll read it. Let a widow be enrolled if she is not less than 60 years of age, having been the wife of one husband and having a reputation for good works. If she has brought up children, has shown hospitality, has washed the feet of the saints, has cared for the afflicted, and has devoted herself to every good work. But refuse to enroll younger widows, for when their passions draw them away from Christ, they desire to marry, and so incur condemnation for having abandoned their former faith. Besides that, they learn to be idlers, going about from house to house, and not only idlers, but also gossips and busybodies saying what they should not. So I would have younger widows marry, bear children, manage their households, and give the adversary no occasion for slander, for some have already strayed after Satan. Chris, women haven't changed in 2,000 <laughs> years. No, they haven't. And it sounds like Paul saying you know, don't get married. And then it sounds like he's saying, get married. So what's happening here is what we have to ask ourselves. And, you know, the church in Ephesus was dealing with false teaching. We talked about false teaching last week, how bad it is, how it's a really big deal. It's demonic. Some of the teaching in this church that they were dealing with was Gnostic teaching, which had people abstaining from pleasures of marriage and food and other things. Some people thought it made them more godly to do so. So you can see how these young women, these young widows, if they were lured by some of this teaching, they vowed celibacy. There's obviously, they vowed something, probably celibacy, to serve Christ, to serve the church while being supported on these widows' roles. And that may have seemed good and right and, you know, pious it probably seemed right to do i won't say pious but it probably seemed right to do at the time but it led them to a lot of trouble and like yeah. you said women haven't changed a whole lot no no for one thing marriage was a form of protection for women especially young women and there are other reasons one of them is that having free time 
since they didn't have kids, didn't manage a household, were being financially supported. So they had this free time and it ended up leading them down a bad path and it led others along with them. Chris, idle time can lead people astray. If we're busy, especially if we're busy doing the Lord's work, studying our Bible, visiting people, taking care of people's needs, we don't have time for a lot else. We certainly don't have time for idle chatter or being busybodies. We're so busy with our own life, we can't worry about what's going on in someone else's life. We certainly won't find ourselves getting caught up in false teaching or any kind of speculation that has nothing to do with true faith. Chris, this makes me think of when you were saying a few weeks ago how people are so enamored with the mystical. And gosh, is that not true of women, especially younger women who don't have a lot to do? We see it all the time. And I, I don't want to judge the people I see on Facebook that are writing this kind of stuff, but we see it all the time. They get into this speculative, speculative stuff. And what do they do? They try to lead others into it. Yeah. And you can just kind of picture this going on in the church in Ephesus because we see it today. These young women ended up eventually wanting to just wanting to give into their lusts and break their vow and do whatever they wanted. And it's not just that these younger women had sexual desires and decided they wanted to be married, which is what a lot of people teach. The word that's used there means that they basically just wanted to do whatever they wanted to do. They wanted to be self-indulgent. And what did Paul just say about the self-indulgent older women? Don't put them on the rolls. Not having a husband all of a sudden and having your finances taken care of, especially for younger women who weren't grounded in their faith and weren't long-term believers like the older widows, is going to lead to problems. You have nobody holding you accountable. You have nobody being the head. That's why Paul warns about staying away from idleness. And that doesn't just go for women. That's for anybody. Nobody should be idle. It just leads to trouble. First Timothy 6.20 says, O Timothy, guard what has been entrusted to you, avoiding worldly and empty chatter and the opposing arguments of what is falsely called knowledge, which some have professed, and thus gone astray from the faith. Grace be with you. The Bible has a lot of warnings about idleness, gossip, slander, and the like. And the warnings are for the whole church, men and women. Anyone in the church can get caught up in it. Anyone can get caught up in empty chatter. Knowledge that's not of God, it's something that we have to guard against. And one of the best ways to do that is to stay busy and especially busy in the Lord. Yeah. Chris, this all makes me think of, of how, especially women, I have to say, although I guess men could get caught up in it, how gossip is just goes rampant under the guise of prayer. You know, prayer concerns. I want to yeah, pray for I, you. Well, what, what's going yeah. on with them? Maybe I'll pray, you know, so I can pray for them. And, oh, yeah. And sometimes it's sincere, but often... It's just a cover because someone's being a busybody and they want to know what's going on in other people's lives. Absolutely. So stay busy, stay busy doing the work of the Lord, but stay busy. And that's where we're going to end today. Have a blessed morning, everybody. Mm -hmm.